listening to a Vita Foods Insights podcast with Jade Mitchell Ross. Part of the Vita Foods Insights series on Healthy Insider and brought to you by Vita Foods. And welcome to the Vital Foods Insights podcast. I'm Jay Mitchell Roth, joined by Karen Nilsson, VP Business Development at ID Nutra. Karen, welcome. Thank you very much, Jade. How are you today? So we're here to discuss joint health and arthritis, which is a condition commonly associated with the elderly, but actually incidence is increasingly common among the younger generations too. So can we start by discussing what arthritis is? Arthritis, there are two different types of arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis and osteoarthritis, and those, those are the most common forms of arthritis. Uh, one is biomechanical wear and tear, that's the osteoarthritis, and rheumatoid arthritis is more an inflammatory disease, but both affect mobility and are more prevalent the older you get. So osteoarthritis, is that the one we can expect to kind of develop as we get older obviously you're using your joints you're wearing them down a little bit it's just it's just a sign of old age that that is a sign of old age but the um, the rheumatoid arthritis is actually a, a, a much more severe condition and uh, it's affecting um, um, quality of life uh, more severely um, osteoarthritis is more prevalent and of course um, uh, increasing with age, but also sports people would um, uh, experience a condition of rheumatoid arthritis because that's an inflammatory condition. Uh, so this is not just for uh, elderly people, but also for people uh, uh, of the younger generations. Okay, so there's lots and lots of people that it affects. Is, uh, uh, it, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, is there a prevalence higher for women or for men? Is there any link that way? Um, not, not, not really, because um, obviously um, people think about mobility uh, issues uh, more prevalent for women because of the menopausal effect of the bone mass. But this relates to the ligaments, uh, and uh, you can say the more um, collateral tissue, which um, is the same for 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 women and men, but. The regeneration is just uh, slowing down uh, during aging, so uh, so this is more uh, the reason that people um, in the older years would uh, experience this condition more specifically. Okay, so how can people prevent arthritis? Um, obviously, prevention is not to uh, <laughs> not to live to the extremes. I would expect that. Many- <laughs> Many sports people will actually be uh, quite um, quite handicapped and immobilized uh, in their old age. But obviously, it's about the right nutrition and it's about prevention. And uh, surely, um, there are a lot of um, supplementation uh, solutions today, both for um, improving uh, the regeneration of the um, connective tissue, uh, but also to alleviating the actual inflammation. And part of that um, information can come from too much animal protein, right? Um, this is sort of the dilemma, and you can say a catch-22, because uh, many people who are very active uh, exercising have um, e- established um, um, supplementation uh, routine where they actually um, consume a lot of protein. But on the other hand, um, 
excess protein uh, affects the um, the nitrogen balance, which can uh, lead to uh, some some protein building up, uh, and especially uh, protein me metabolites, which are the uh, uric acids and so on, and this builds up in um, in the joints, uh, a condition when it is extreme called gout. But um, there is just a need for um, a balanced nutrition and not excessive protein when exercising too. So um, joint conditions can be severed by excess protein intake. I always thought gout was something that happened back in the history books. You know, you hear about all the kings and queens who ate too much and then had gout in later life. I didn't realise it was still an issue today. Um, it is still an issue today and it is um, related to excess protein especially. <laughs> so is it a better idea to have vegetable proteins then? Um, if, in that aspect, protein is protein. If you look from a, okay. from a chemical perspective, it's 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 more you know uh, going to the extremes and excess intake of particular nutrients because this is always um, causing some kind of imbalance, you can say. So, what are the particular nutrients and nutritional interventions that uh, might help? Um, obviously, one of the biggest trends today, trends today in uh, supplementation is actually a protein called collagen. But collagen <laughs> is, part of, is part of the connective uh, tissue mm -hmm. and is a very specific protein consisting of very few amino acids. So if there is a deficit of these amino acids, obviously the regeneration of uh, connective tissue would be a, a be severely delayed. So that is one of the reasons that collagen is, is one of the solutions. But obviously, um, one thing is to rebuild the connective tissue, uh, which consists mainly of collagen, um, chondroitin, and, and um, other, um, um, other uh, components. Uh, so this is restoration. The other thing is to reduce the actual inflammation, you know, the, um, the, the pain, um, in, in, in the joints mm -hmm. and uh, today there are many different uh, solutions both uh, from animal and as well as botanical source. I think one of the most uh, popular ones is of course the omega-3 and the krill oils that have been um, you know spread across the industry for, for the last 20 years uh, but from the botanical side we see more and more solutions like curcumin um, and and um, other um, active botanicals that reduce the actual inflammation. The, the, the whole problem is how do you do, deliver this particularly in the joint and not spread it across um, your whole body? Uh, and the delivery systems is where the technology and the industry is really looking into new solutions these days. It's interesting because most consumers would associate collagen and things like hyaluronic acid with their skin health. It's it's a beauty and you know beauty from within that idea. Does that make it easier to market things like this to the consumers? Uh, yeah, probably for for the female part of the consumer <laughs> con, con, consumer generations. But I I believe that you know um, a man also becomes more and more um, uh, interested in. Uh, in beauty from within concepts or um, in uh, personal care products in general. Um, and, and obviously skin and, and, and uh, ligaments are part of, you know, same more or less the same structure because collagen actually uh, is part of a, 
very important structure all, all over the body from, from, from connective tissue ligaments, uh, your, your visionary, your vision system, as well as the skin. So what does the global market look like for bone and joint um, supplements? And the global market is, is growing uh, quite dramatically these years because um, I think uh, for, for, for many decades, uh, the bone health has been quite, you know, the holy grail of mobility. And now the realization is, 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 is coming in uh, into, um, in, into the, uh, both the industry and as well as consumers that um, healthy bone mass is one thing, but mobility what makes you move and your skeleton to function is actually the connective tissue and the ligaments and your muscles. The market is, is growing quite dramatically on the dietary supplement. I think what is interesting is, um, do we see any functional food solutions? And, uh, and they are very sparse at the moment. Yeah, I was just going to ask whether we'd see um, the the two sectors kind of overlapping. If the bone health one is a bit more mature and there are more products in there, would it not make sense to add in something for joint health as well? So you've got one product that does both? Um, exactly. To me, it makes perfect sense to, uh, to make a product that uh, supports both because um, bone health has uh, predominantly been uh, uh, marketed towards women and um, also to, towards seniors. But mobility is, I think, is a key word to me and not bone health as such, uh, because bone and joint health is about mobility. Um, so we're sort of lacking the other part, the, the, the joint solution or the, the um, connective tissue and not just the skeleton. Uh, that makes uh, perfect sense to me that you would see bone health products uh, to leverage into mobility products for seniority, but certainly also for sports people. I wonder if there's a gap in the market for a sports recovery drink. So if people are taking too much protein, you usually consume protein after a workout. Is it worth putting it so, and then milk as well is a common ingredient for bone health. Is it worth coming up with a supplement that people can use as their post-workout recovery drink that incorporates all these joint health Ingredient. Yeah, if, if you look at the market today, the, the majority of um, solutions are supplements in, in terms of tablets or capsules. Mm. And I think there's a huge gap in the market for, uh, for, for the beverage industry, as well as maybe um, the dairy types of products, because um, we see that some of the dairy uh, companies are moving into uh, the, um, the protein fortification and more sports and exercise types of uh, products uh, propositions. But um, it's, it's still mainly the protein or, or the calcium and not the mobility as, as, as a theme. You mentioned that most of the products out there at the moment are pills and tablets, but pill fatigue is a real problem among consumers nowadays. It is a real problem, uh, but uh, there are no other, um, there are no alternative solutions for 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 the consumers, and I think um, I, th I think there's a huge gap in the market for uh, for the companies who dare to um, to formulate and innovate solutions that have a more holistic uh, food um, supplementation, but food food types of solutions. Um, I think the functional foods are here to come now. Uh, we've been mm -hmm. waiting 
about this in 25 years, but the consumers are weary of tablets and capsules uh, to some extent, and also um, uh, the trend of natural and clean is very difficult to present in a, in a dietary supplement in in form of, format of a of a tablet because you would see a vast range of ingredients that are not really uh, very sexy and attractive to consumers. Uh, <laughs> With that as well, uh, a lot of people are demanding vegetarian solutions. Um, vegetarian solutions surely um, are, are in, in in really uh, fast growth at, 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 the, at the moment, and of course, uh, what I mentioned before, the botanical solutions, especially if we talk uh, anti-inflammatory solutions. Uh, um, but but even we see the non-dairy milks um, marching in, and you know. There are solutions where you can actually have a full vegetarian solution for bone and joint cells these days. Very interesting, but we don't see any products in the market uh, today. Karen, thank you very much for joining me. You're welcome. You can learn more about joint health on our website, vitavidsinsights.com, where you can also download the February edition of our digital magazine, The Evolving Sports Nutrition Market. Follow us on Twitter at VF underscore insights, and remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening to today's podcast brought to you by VitaFoods. For additional podcasts featuring industry leaders and experts, visit naturalproductsinsider.com.